Hey, hi, welcome back. Okay, so I've been finding the last couple of weeks I've been scattered and not really sure what I should be talking about and stuff. So I'm finding my my episodes aren't as maybe engaging um, <clears throat> and just like, yeah, scattered, I believe is the word. So I'm going to try to... <laughs> to really focus on getting some like quality episodes out. Um, even if that means that they have to be a bit shorter, because sometimes I feel like there's pressure to make them long, um, but they don't have to be. And I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's a requirement. And I think that if it sacrifices the quality by making it longer, then like that's not worth it. Right. So anyway, so I might have some more shorter episodes coming out. Like I said, I am trying to do one with the moms and stuff too, but it's a bit um, challenging even just with, at least in one case, you know, I can't convince someone or they're taking their time to think about it and figure out if they want to do it. Um, so I'm just I'm just trying to not put too much pressure on people to do it. Um, so hopefully that'll come out eventually and that would probably be a fairly long one or maybe a two-parter. But anyway, so like I said, I'm going to try to focus more on, on not you know, ADHDing my way through my entire episodes and um, maybe focusing more on, on quality over quantity. So today I want to talk about something that's on my mind at the moment because it's just a really wild experience that I'm, that I'm going through and nothing in my life has ever been like what I'm experiencing now. Um, so I think I mentioned a few weeks ago that I got onto TikTok in December and I just, I honestly find this so funny because I knew about TikTok for the longest time and I, you know, I've seen TikToks and actually, no, okay, I don't know if, if you've been here for a bit, but I had an interview uh, with my friend Taryn not long ago and she was talking about TikTok and I was like, yeah, it's just like another thing for me to learn how to use. And I was like, you know, ragging on it being like, I'm not going to do that. But um, I posted a video at one point on my Instagram stories and somebody that I know reached out and was like, you should go on to TikTok. Like you're funny and engaging. And I think that you would do really well there. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll try it. And so I did, I got into it on, uh, into it uh, in December and I posted a few things. The, <clears throat> the first thing that actually kind of picked up any momentum was this, um, video that I made where a person, a woman asked a question about, why Canada or, or why the United States wouldn't adopt a universal healthcare system like Canada to explain kind of how it works and blah, blah, blah. So I gave my short little explanation. It got a couple hundred likes and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, that's incredible that it would get picked up like that. Like this app is kind of fun. And, and it also, it was really, I, I realized it was really great for my creativity. I was able to like make these funny videos and just, yeah. And, and because it's only 60 seconds, like it's not <clears throat> super laborious and stuff. So I was doing that and I, I tend to focus on just posting things that are important to me throughout my life on all different platforms. So, I mean, I do have my fitness Instagram page dedicated to fitness. And I only did that because people were, um, 
coming at me saying that they didn't want to see my fitness stuff on my personal page. And I understood that because a lot of it was like me in very little clothing. So anyway, people who knew me really well personally didn't, weren't necessarily comfortable with that. And I I was trying to respect that. So that's why I have a fitness page. Um, But outside of that, everything else I share about openly on all my platforms. So just like everything else on TikTok, I post about my kids, I post about my job, and I would post things here and there about racism. And so the first thing that I posted about racism was um, a follow-up to the healthcare video that I made because I was saying how in Canada, you know, everything is kind of covered by the government and blah, 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 except for like elective things. And then I made this second video where I was like, okay, so I said all that, but here's the caveat that the healthcare system in Canada is actually very racist and it is for these and these reasons. And um, so, yeah, and and specifically I was talking about the Indigenous experience and how in Canada a lot of Indigenous communities don't have access to doctors regularly and so people who live there don't have access to doctors, they don't have access to um, really um, comprehensive care and... And then there's also the the instances where like indigenous people end up in hospitals in the ER specifically. This happens a lot, um, and they're turned away or they're ignored because they're seen as being drug seekers or being drunks. Um, when in reality, they're really in medical crisis, and there are a couple of cases of people actually dying because they've been left in an ER without care. And so things like this happen. And I wanted to make it clear that like I was recognizing that there's a discrepancy here. I don't want to overlook these things because I'm very aware of them and not everybody is. And but but people who live that experience are and it can be very upsetting for them when they see people talking about how great the healthcare system is. And they're like, yeah, but it's not great for me. Like I get left behind. Why don't I matter? So anyway, I try to make sure that I acknowledge things that are not necessarily my problem, but it's everyone's problem because somebody is suffering. And that video got quite a bit of attention and lots of views and a lot of likes and stuff. And, and, and like heartbreakingly, so many comments from Indigenous people in Canada talking about their experiences of these very things that a lot of them were like, you know, I was having a baby and they told me that I was, I was drunk or whatever. Like they just, they, so hundreds and hundreds of comments like that. And I was like, okay, I mean, at the very least, this is an example. This is a place someone can come where they can go, wow, this really is a problem because I can see all these people sharing their experiences. Whether you're inclined to believe that Indigenous people are telling the truth is probably a a variable of how racist you are. But anyway, um, so that was was something. And then I'm trying to think of what what happened. Um, Oh, I guess, so I posted a couple of other um, videos that were talking about that same line of things because people posted comments you know there was somebody posted a comment about why do they have indigenous studies courses and stuff if they're if it's going to go over their heads and all this stuff so I was addressing some of those questions and and comments and then I kind of left it alone for a bit and just went back to like posting about my kid or whatever Um, and I don't post a ton of stuff but anyway Um, and I'm trying to think now how how I ended up I'm just going to look at my phone for a second see oops um what my trajectory was here, what I was actually doing. So yeah, so I posted, oh yeah, I posted like a parody video. I posted a video where I was duetting um, an Indigenous woman talking about Indigenous problems. I posted some parody videos of like, you know, 
stuff, interactions with my kids and um, one of Bobby and I skating and me talking about being empowered to do work in the home and all that stuff. And then I posted a video about um, talking about racism and my experience of fear that how it's re- how it relates to my race and stuff, and that got a bit of traction. And then I posted a second video after that where I said, you know what, I'm going to do a series on my TikTok because, so the reason I decided to do the series, and the series is that uh, it's called, I'm calling it Honest Conversations About Race With My Kids, um, because Emmeline asked me a question about black people and it was offensive. And I was like, okay, so we need to have a conversation here. And then another thing came up with a classmate of hers who um, is not from Canada. Her family is are, are immigrants from Africa, North Africa. And so she has darker skin and all this stuff, right? So something happened with that classmate and I had to have a conversation with her about that. And some other things come up along the way. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to start sharing like these conversations that we have because not only is it important, I think, to normalize these conversations, but it's also um, important that we hold ourselves out as a bit vulnerable because we're not going to get it right every time. I don't personally have um, a lot of close friends who come from different racial backgrounds who I talk to about race because I just don't. I have lots of friends who are indigenous in particular, and I have some friends that are black and Asian and stuff, but but we don't talk about those things because that, that would be just labor for them that I don't want to put on them. If they wanted to talk about it, we would. And like occasionally we do. But anyway, the point being that my parents didn't talk to me about racism. I don't have a strong foundational, you know, understanding from people in my own life. I only know about things like this because I listen to podcasts and I read books and I get my kids involved in things and I try to observe different holidays and stuff like that. So I thought, well, at the very least, you know, this can be an example for some parents who who have no idea where to start. And this is also a point where people can offer some constructive criticism. So like it's a win-win for everybody. Um, and that initially it was like, you know, again, the one person actually, one, one very nice Indigenous woman that follows me and has followed me for a while on TikTok, um, she was like, your videos need to go viral. This is really good stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And um, so, yeah, so and so I was going to say, I should have mentioned before, I, I started to grow my following a little bit based on that one video that I talked about the healthcare system being racist. A ton of Indigenous people started following me. So I was like on cloud nine. I had like 900 followers on, on TikTok. And I was like, this is amazing. I've never had 900 followers of anything in my whole life. Like this is this is awesome. And that made me feel good that like maybe I was doing something that was like not totally wrong. And um, yeah, so then then with I think it was like four or five days after I posted that video about like doing the series, it really started to blow up. Um, It got a ton of attention. So now I think it's been exactly a week since I posted it. And it's at like 56,000 views and um, what is it, 14, almost 15,000 likes and hundreds of comments and stuff. And I've posted a couple of follow-up videos as well because, um, again, it always comes with a lot of comments. And so I I like to be able to address some of the comments, um, either because they're problematic or because I want to hold them up as an example of something. 
like a good example or even a bad one. Um, or yeah, an example of like a, of a behavior that we want to try to, um, to, to do away with anyway. So, so now, now as of like, well, so, okay. Again, like last, what was it? Tuesday, Wednesday, I had like 900 followers. I have over 4,500 followers in like less than a week now, which to me feels like a huge number. <laughs> I know for lots of people who are actually popular on social media, who have been popular on social media in the past, that doesn't seem like much, but for me, it feels huge. And, um, and it's like, this is, I don't know, it's wild. And so the thing really that I want to say is that it's very, it's, it's difficult for me to wrap my head around because um, I've been talking about racism and discrimination and, and all of that stuff, diversity stuff, for at least 10 years. Like, I can still remember posts that I put on Facebook that were discussing um, problems, in, or problems in Canada that, that we were perpetuating things against Indigenous people against black people. I actually at one point recently found a paper that I wrote that I totally forgot about. Um, and, and it said I, I wrote it in 2008 about like racism against black Canadians. That was the title of the paper. So like I've been thinking and talking about stuff like this for a long time. And in that time, it has been very, very rare that someone is supportive of my views of my um, taking the opportunity to talk about these things, more often than not, the response is either just silence or backlash and arguing. People who know me don't really want to know about this stuff. People, and, and I don't mean this to be like a mean thing, but people would rather be willfully ignorant than have to confront any of it. And so it upsets them when I talk about this stuff because I'm forcing them to confront something that they don't want to. And I get that. Um, and to an extent, you know, people, you should be respectful of what people do and don't, don't want to see. But I also am very passionate about it. So I've kind of tempered how much I talk about it and just kind of like, I've pulled back, especially on Facebook. I actually got off Facebook almost completely because I felt like I couldn't say the things that I wanted to say. Like I just had to show up in a certain way that like I didn't want to be. So I stopped using it. Um, and so it's it's so funny to me because, you know, I'm on Instagram. And so I post definitely what I want to post on Instagram. But everybody's kind of followed me over to Instagram. Like all my family who follows me on, or I'm friends with on Facebook, my aunts and my nanny and everybody is like, they're all migrating to Instagram because I'm over there now. And so I'm like, okay, but don't come at me <laughs> if I post things that you don't appreciate or like you don't want to hear about because you are following me. This is a choice that you've made and I'm going to use my page for what I want to use it for. Um, which fortunately I haven't r really received any negativity about my stuff on Instagram. And so, but, but the thing is like people don't, aren't outwardly negative, but I do see that my engagement on, on the app drops significantly when I post about stuff like that. And so that's just a reality that I have to accept. I always have had to accept it and <clears throat> that is just what happens. And that is fine. Um, because again, it's not, I'm not doing it to like get recognition or to make people agree with me. It's just something that I care about. And I think we should just be you know, consistently talking about it. And, and anyway, 
So, so now, okay, now let's like look at it with TikTok where these like over four and a half thousand strangers are like, hey, I think what you're saying is really valuable and I, I want to follow you on the journey that you're on and be a part of it. And so when I say people are saying that, I mean that they're, they're saying that by the, by the fact that the, the video specifically is drawing them to follow me, but also they're explicitly making those kinds of statements in the video itself. They're saying, thank you for posting about this. Um, I, I'm going to follow you now. They're saying, I'm, I'm following you because I think this is great, or I want to see what you have to say or whatever. So this, this is why it's so mind-blowing to me it's so incomprehensible because so like almost exclusively my experience in talking about this stuff has been ostracization by my social circle people like I could talk about it all day long if anybody would listen or stick around but I get to a point where like I'm really going to force people out of my life if I keep talking about this so I don't I don't talk about it nearly as much as I want to. <laughs> um, but now I'm in this space where I'm being encouraged to talk about it. And I am somewhat conflicted about becoming very popular because I'm talking about this thing. Because I obviously don't, I'm not affected by racial discrimination in any way. And I never will be. So as a white person... It, it can be challenging to think about the fact that I'm centering myself in something like this. And I have said before, because people have commented on the video saying that, you know, LGBTQ plus um, conversations are similar and stuff. And I said, you know, I want to have these conversations and do these videos that deal with all kinds of diversity things. I'm also going to dedicate some attention to specific things. I don't know necessarily that it's always helpful to migrate all kinds of diversity issues together because there are there's intersectionality but there's also distinctiveness between them so yeah I'm like I just I, I, I'm gonna try to encompass a, a few different areas of diversity but I'm going to talk about racism and racial discrimination too and so again I'm kind of conflicted about that being like my thing on TikTok <laughs> because um yeah it's just it's it's a tough one to to accept because the, the bottom line is that I know that there are going to be people from marginalized uh, racially marginalized community communities that are upset about that and so I have to be able to accept that and know that or 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 you know not know but but to just to accept it and either make the decision to carry forward and keep doing what I'm doing or back off and I mean, it's going to be determined by like, if at some point I get backlash or something like that on, on TikTok, then I would absolutely stop and reflect on what I'm doing. But at the same time, so far, it's been so overwhelmingly supportive, this community of people, people from all different backgrounds. They are, yeah, like I said, people from all all over the world, all different racial backgrounds, everybody basically is saying, this is a good thing. Keep doing this. So I think so long as it continues to be reviewed as a good thing, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, and at, at what, some point, if it turns into something else, then I will reflect and review it that way. Um, I'm also weary of it ever turning into something monetary 
because I don't know that I would be comfortable taking money um, for talking about this stuff. I would certainly like, I would like to be able to use my education, my understanding of things um, to my advantage and be able to find like a legitimate job. But I don't think that that's I don't think like racial discrimination is something that I would be comfortable being paid to talk about or um, any of that stuff. So it's something that I have to bear in mind as well. But um, yeah, so this is a really weird thing for me to be happening. (laughs) It's like so strange. And I haven't talked about any of this stuff on the pod yet, which I'm honestly kind of feeling like maybe I should. Like maybe I should talk about this here because... Because again, like I grew up in an environment I've been I've been brought up and like living the last 10, 15 years where I've actually cared about this stuff in an environment where people around me just don't care and don't want to hear about it and would and again would rather remain willfully ignorant or argue with me about it. Um, and so that's kind of how I've started to think of the world as seeing it, that it's a constant battle against other people who don't want to hear about it. But now I'm learning that there are lots and lots of people out there who do want to be confronted by it. They're asking to to be confronted by it and to start having dialogues about how to talk to our kids and how to re-educate ourselves. And so then I think, okay, well, maybe there's there's space here for this. So maybe I will share more about what I know to be true and what I'm learning about um, on the pod. So I'm thinking about that. And if you have thoughts about whether or not you would want that kind of content, can you please send me a message or an email or something somewhere and let me know? Because it's hard for me to know what people want to hear and don't want to hear. I mean, I can go a little bit by like how many people download episodes and stuff too, but even that's not a great, great um, uh, measurement, tool measurement. But um, yeah, so let me know if you if you want to hear about this stuff, because I could talk about this like diversity and equity and inclusion and that line of stuff. Not that I am an expert. OK, here's the thing. I don't want to come off as an expert. I'm, I'm a learner. I'm actively learning about things. So I do feel like it's important to be able to share what I'm learning as I go. Um, because it's not going to be perfect. And I can never be an expert on like racial discrimination. Um, but I can speak to other kinds of discrimination, like when I experience things with my invisible disability and stuff. So, so in some ways, you know, I've experienced things like that. But um, yeah, but I so like I said, I don't want to come off as saying like, I'm an expert, and I'm going to teach you something, but I think we can learn together think that we could do it together so if you have an interest in this please let me know and I might just do it anyway whether you tell me or not because I'm passionate about it and I think that if there's a possibility that 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 it could help other people or that it could reach other people who may benefit from doing this learning as well then why not right so anyway I think the other thing I was thinking about was posting the videos to Instagram on reels but I do have three accounts, and so I'm like, maybe I'll put it on my podcast account, um, str- sort of strategically to drive some some interest into the podcast, but also because then it keeps people from my real life really being impacted by it, because again, I don't want to like piss everybody off. Um, it's a fine balance, and 
but but at the same time I haven't actually talked about a lot of this stuff on the pod yet so if people go to the podcast and they're like well what the hell is this <laughs> so anyway stuff stuff I've got in my mind um that I'm working through right now so yeah this is my experience becoming popular on social media, which I've never, ever, ever, I did not expect. I didn't expect for the, the, the that type particular conversation to blow up. I was like, it's possible that my videos could become popular. People think that I am funny because it's the app itself is propelled by, by pushing your content to strangers and lots of them. Um, but that in particular was not on my radar. So I'm still figuring it out. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up for today. Um, you can reach me at my email address which is arkikate a-r-c-h-y-k-a-i-t at gmail.com you can reach me on instagram at look at this mess pod um and you can go to my webpage at look at this mess pod.wordpress.com and all the information um will be in the show notes as well if i didn't um enunciate it well enough for you <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me again today, and I will see you in the next one.